it's released on the 10th of February, so in three days for me. But if you pre-order the game, you can already play it early access. So what did I watch out for everywhere in the media? Bugs, because you know, when a game starts on day one or day minus three, you must have insane amount of bugs. And no, actually, it's pretty fine. The only recurring bugs is that your character is blue. Very easy to fix it. Just go to your settings, high contrast, and it's just the settings is gonna get patched up. But right now, if you want to get rid of this blue character, just go there, click a button, your bugs is gone. So that's a pretty, very good start, at least in my book. So you're literally an app. Right? Yes, <laughs> but it's it's the only real recurring bug that I found out, that I found about. I'm sure there's plenty of little things which gonna get patched up like day one patch or something like this, but for now, that's how it is. Okay, your turn. Yeah, no, I've just been seeing a lot of, obviously the controversy around it is huge. A lot of people are coming out and saying, you know, don't support the game, don't watch streams, don't do this. And we're seeing a lot of rage watching recently. This game hit uh, 1 million viewers, which was about almost twice as much as just chatting and has broken the record for the most viewed single player game on Twitch. So it's broken the record for, yeah. So this has gotten bigger than any single player game views on Twitch ever. So that's actually a pretty huge deal. That's a pretty huge accomplishment. As I was pointing out with the guys, I think that this is very much a Streisand effect. I keep saying a Sarandon effect. I keep mixing up Susan Sarandon and Barbara Streisand. I'm very sorry, ladies. You are both wonderful people. But but anyway, yeah, so this is, and it's getting to the point where it's just getting really out of hand. For example, have you guys ever heard of Girlfriend Reviews? That's one channel. It's a guy and his girlfriend and they play games and they do reviews, obviously. And what happened was they were playing the game. They got not very far in. Basically, I guess the guy said he was at the second combat and they were just getting completely harassed in chat to the point that the girl had to leave. Basically had said, can we, can we take a break? And the guy's like, yeah, go ahead, take a break. I'm just going to turn off chat. I'm going to turn off everything. We're just, I'm just going to play through this next combat. People are just being really abusive in chats. People have set up a website for, it's a website you can type in the name of a streamer and it will tell you if this streamer has at any point streamed this game. So basically it's, it's not quite doxing, but it's close where you're like, okay, we can just do a search and see, have you ever streamed this game? And if you have, we know, we know we don't want to support you, but people are using it to find streamers who are currently streaming it and then joining chat and then making abusive comments in the chat. So that is, I don't think that was really made in good faith to begin with, but it seems to be being abused beyond its original purpose. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really, it's just a mess right now. Cause you know, I think obviously you, we want to support the trans community. We want to support people who want to be able to live their lives. But then when it gets to the point where you're attacking other people's life, I don't know. I don't think that's beneficial necessarily. I don't, I don't know. The Korean might if, have a different view, but. But just, if you want to attack someone who said bad thing about it, attack Miss Rowling, this is a game that Lots of people spend a lot of time to work on. It has nothing to do with her. And they made their efforts to subvert her early on in the game. One of the first characters you meet is a trans student. They have representation in the game. The developers tried their best to subvert these comments that she's made. But but yeah, this is just turning into... I think that's part of the reason why this has hit 1 million is I think it's just... I don't, I don't think if it had the controversy it has around it, I don't think it would be as big as it is. It'd still be it's big. It's sad. Harry Potter. It's huge. But I don't think it would be as big. I think it's like that's the recent Scooby-Doo 
right? Where people were rage watching it. They're watching it just so they can go online and make comments about how terrible it is. But that, of course, boosts its ratings, which makes it more popular, which means that more people are actually watching it, which makes it successful, not unsuccessful. So I think there's an element of that here. Yeah. No time to talk. Oh, no, you, you guys keep going. I think I mentioned to Adam as well. Adam, what do you think about that PS5 exclusive quest line? That is bullshit. I'll say it right now. Oh, yeah. An exclusive quest line? Yeah, this goes back to Destiny where they had exclusive weapons for the PS5. And that's just, no. Because, yeah. And is this timed exclusive or like purely exclusive? I'm not 100% sure. This was just something I saw on Reddit yesterday. People were like, oh, why does the PS5 get this? This is not fair. We already ordered on the PC, but this is all that I saw about it. Yeah, that's, is that's a fact. Oh. Is that verified? Is that a fact? Um, I can check right now. But yeah, I mean, if there's an exclusive, if there's an exclusive quest line, that's that. I'll say it. It's bullshit. No, don't yeah, do that. I, I, that the is game. verified. The haunted Hogsmeade shop will be exclusive to the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five versions of Hogwarts Legacy. Forever. Shit, Sunny. That's, that's yeah. No, that's not forever. Fair. Forever. Not even time. Looks the classic horror show. There's nothing that says anything about. It says exclusively available on PlayStation platforms. It doesn't say anything about an expiry. So here you have an, a good argument to don't play this game because of stuff like this. Because it's just some mercantile bullshit. I'll, I will say this. If you weren't going to play the game, the exclusivity would not be my number one reason not to do it. I would say that's definitely a lesser reason not to. But it is bullshit, and it's, yeah. If it was something like, hey, we got a wizarding cloak and it's covered in triangles, circles, X's, and squares, okay, fine, you're using the PlayStation symbols and you're making an outfit that has PlayStation symbols. Fine, I get it. Okay, make that exclusive. Why not make a green cape with a big X on it and make that exclusive to Xbox? That's fine, but it's just cosmetic and it's purely on brand. But uh, yeah, an emission, no. If you're withholding parts of the story, that's not cool. That's not cool. I also didn't realize that this was a thing, but I found out, and Kreans told me that Hearthstone has been doing this, is you can unlock things by watching other people stream it, and that blows my mind that they would rather... So that I saw that there were four, and then apparently there's a fifth one, Merlin's Cape. And for the first four to unlock, you have to watch a half hour per thing. So you have to watch two hours of stream of this game in order to unlock these things? You'd rather somebody watch somebody else play for two hours than play themselves? That makes no sense to me. I don't know. I don't get that myself. It's uh, kind of, put the game down. Yeah. Stop playing. Open Twitch. Watch somebody else play for two hours. And then you can get your... I, I agree. Yeah. No, because when I watch stream, it's because I can't play the game because I don't have the console. I don't have the time. So I watch a streamer while I work or something. But I don't watch... And play the game that, unless you're a diehard fan, then that's good for you. But yeah, I could understand if, if it was something like you're playing a game like Apex and you have a streamer that you really enjoyed and that's why you got into the game into the first place. And when you're playing it, you're playing it. And when you're not playing it, you like to watch them because you're a fan of the streamer, not because you're a fan of the game. That I get. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm learning new things every day. <laughs> that's a shame because like just before I wanted to do, to watch maybe a couple of minutes of the game just to have something to say tonight for the podcast. And then I ended up watching the whole tutorial until the reveal of, of Hogwarts, which is like a 30 or 45 minutes. 
and it was fantastic. It's beautiful. It's well made. The uh, so just for the uh, the open world, it's very much like something that you are already used to it. take Horizon Zero Dawn, but with uh, without it with Harry Potter skin. So that's something that you're already used to. So it's really easy to get into the uh, the gameplay. How to unlock new spells is really cool. I really like how it's the uh, the combat are very dynamic. You don't hear them scream stupefy every two seconds like this. Now at least you can shoot. They will do it in cinematic or when it's when it's okay to do it. But during combat, they will leave all the sound effects and let you concentrate on the, the fights. Were really nice. So like between shielded yourself with magic or attacking right after that. It's, uh, it was really nervous and I was a bit afraid that with so much magic and light show and everything, it wouldn't be very visible, like a bit messy. Final Fantasy 15 where you don't see, you don't understand what's happening on screen, at least for now, but maybe it's just because it's a tutorial so you don't have that many enemies. It was very clear, very easy, there were only two or three spells, so maybe that's why as well. But no, fantastic. The introduction really grabs you because there's a big uh, it's Harry Potter. There's always a lot of lore, a lot of story that Crean won't read. So there's a big exposition dump at the beginning, right? They're explaining the whole story, and you can imagine it's not a movie. I'm gonna get bored, and they make it very dynamic. When you think, okay, they're gonna talk in this in this couch for a long time, and not something happened, and it's making all all fun. Now, honestly, from what I saw. At the beginning of the game, it's fantastic and it's really sad to see all this extra game stuff coming to really ruin the reputation of the game. That's a shame, to be honest, because I really think that it would be a contender for the game of the year if it continues like this. Honestly, if it continues the story that I saw in the introduction, it looks really good. It's graphically fantastic. There's a background. You see at some point, you see you're in the cliff in Scotland, in the islands really beautiful. They really retake stuff that you have seen in the movies without without this being plagiarism. It's like a music, but you don't want to get claimed by YouTube, so you change it just slightly so it doesn't sound the same. It's, they did a, something like this a bit. They retake stuff that you're really familiar with the movies, but it's a different environment, it's a different take of it, so you don't think, ha, they just took the, they were lazy, they just take the movie and just redo it. No, it was made, the level designs were pretty, pretty fun, pretty nice. I really want to see the rest of it. And even if I'm gonna get, some people are gonna throw stones at me. Come on, it's a video game. Go ahead and go to hell. Seriously. <laughs> sure, you have to complain about something. Go on the street and do charity. Stop just being hateful on social network. Just ridiculous. So you think about picking this up? I'm starting to think about it if you didn't tell me about because I'm playing on PC and I don't have a PS5. So I'm not playing on PC. There's some quest not on it. That's no way. I'm buying a game, 100% of the game, not 99.9%. I'm spending $80 buying a game. If you tell me, hey, this quest is done on it because you're not on PS5. Yeah, I'm not buying a game. Why why would I buy 95% of the game at $80? You kidding me? No way. All right, let's move on, gents, since we are at the 13 minute countdown. Adam, let's do your story first. Oh, okay, sure. So let me cue this up then. All right, so we are, or I should say, I am going to be talking about Apex. So Apex Legends is getting its season 16. It's called Revelry, and we are going to see some changes here. 
So, for example, for one, we're not getting a new hero this time. We've been getting a new hero pretty much, I think, every, either every, every, not expansion, every season or close to every season. But there is not going to be a new hero this season. However, because Apex Legends Mobile is shutting down and the theme for this season seems to be some sort of like a dance party or club scene. So some people are speculating that we might be getting Rhapsody who is a character who was exclusive to the mobile version of the game. She never made it to the main game. So some people are speculating that no new character means that we are getting an old character who just wasn't in this version of the game before. So who knows? We might get her. We might not. It might just be that we get no new hero, legend, no new legend at all. But there are actually a lot of changes going on. So it does make sense that they focus on other things this time as opposed to the regular new character thing. So one of the biggest changes is going to be that they are revamping all the classes. So previously you had support, you had, what was it? There was support, assault, and the other one was, I guess they weren't control, basically your tank. Oh no, and recon, recon was the other. And so they're changing those where recon basically was able to scan towers. So that was a thing. Recon's not going to be, uh, Recon's going to continue to be able to do that, but beyond Recon, basically nobody else had any kind of special abilities. Now they're going to be adding some special perks for your classes. For example, the Assault class and the Support class are going to be having access to special bins. Currently, blue bins can be accessed. There's a special panel in a blue bin which can be accessed by Lifeline. It's now going to be accessible to all characters who are support, not just Lifeline. They are also, assaults are going to be getting a special red bin that only they can access. Recons are going to basically be the same. I'm not sure what's going to be happening with a skirmisher. That's a new class. I think maybe one of the things that maybe assault or maybe skirmisher might be able to carry extra ammo for some of their weapons or something like that. So that's going to be a huge change that the classes are actually going to matter now. They are adding a new weapon called the Nemesis, which is going to be a, an energy-based assault rifle. So that is supposed to rival the R301 and the Flatline as one of two of the most popular weapons in the game. They are adding Team Deathmatch, which again was in the mobile version, but not in the main version. So currently what they have is arenas. They are going to move out arenas and they're going to do Team Deathmatch where I think it's six teams and it's first to 30 kills. And if you get the first team to 30 kills gets a victory and the first team to have two victories wins the match so that's going to be new they're going to do that for a few weeks and then they're going to switch it up to mixtape which is going to be rotating the alternates gameplay style so currently right now if you have arenas you're just going to have arenas for weeks and weeks and weeks now they're going to have mixtape where it actually mixes up what kind of special modes they have based on but it's going to change it up every few hours or so so it's going to add some little dynamic things there and yeah that's basically it with the exception of if you're a new player they are going to be adding bots to low level low level battle royale so if you're starting off you don't have to play with advanced players you can just go straight in and play bots but still no cross save so if you're on playstation and you want to switch to pc sorry no good when is it coming out uh, this is coming out soon february 14th it's coming out on valentine's day and i suppose ps5 pc xbox oh yeah i know it's just an update Switch so any, anywhere you can find yeah. apex legends yeah. you're gonna find this update except mobile because <laughs> mobile's dying okay and then let's move on to my first story which is 
Oh, it is about the Grammys, actually. So the Grammys happened roughly about 48 hours ago. If you're a person who's like our age as well, you'd be like, oh, the Grammys was just for music and stuff. Right? There's a, it's expanded a lot to animation and gaming music. And it's a whole bunch of categories. And the thing that was surprising when I was searching trending was like, hey, God of War, the, the, a lady who composed the God of War Ragnarok. I'm going to have to look up her name now because I've totally forgotten who it is. She won a Grammy. Her name's Stephanie Economo. I'm pretty sure that's a French name that Antoine could probably pronounce better than I do could, but I butchered her name, Stephanie, so I apologize. But yeah, she won a Grammy and congratulations to that. And I thought this was a really cool story because I've rarely been into sort of soundtracks and game soundtracks that I've downloaded for forever and purchased on Spotify. I'm a big fan of game music. So this was, if you guys don't know, like Adam played Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I think Adam did not play the expansion, if I'm not mistaken. So like Adam was telling me, yeah, I didn't know that there was this memorable music of Grammy worthy music. I'm like, yeah, because it was for that's specifically what they mentioned in this article as well. I thought that's cool. So if you're somebody who's very into game music and you like atmospheric music that works with games, uh, this might be a game for you to check out. Very quick, sorry, just on that topic, very quick little advertisement just because I really like it. There's a YouTube channel called Family Jewels. If you like game music, it has cover, metal cover of gaming music. It's absolutely fantastic. We asked him if he could redo our sim as a metal cover, but unfortunately he broke his sim at the time and he's very busy, so he couldn't do it. That's a shame, but if you could put this just quickly as, as a short, if you have time, go check out Family Jewels. It's the bomb. It's really good. On a game trailer music, I did find an AI solution we can use where we can input a prompt and create mag copyright free music. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, all right, Adam, let's move on to your second story since we are at the seven-minute mark. We are, yeah. Okay, so my... Oops, why is that not displaying correctly? I don't know. There we go. I don't know why that popped up. I'm sorry. This is cool. I'll, yeah, I'll, uh, the other one's a really short one, so I'll just leave that for the last second. But this one is... Sony came out with a patent, which is actually kind of cool. And what it is, it will classify your gaming style. So what it's going to do is it basically keeps track of how you play a game. For example, the example they provided was Skyrim because of course every game is Skyrim. It basically kept track of how much, when in terms of combat, how much were you focusing on melee combat? How, many, how much were you focusing on magic? How much are you focusing on crafting? Are you a completionist? Are you working for combos? Are you somebody who explores the world? And what it does is it has these nodes basically, and it creates a diagram when you play a game of what you seem to focus on in that game. And then it will look for other games that seem to put emphasis on focuses on these things in a similar way to how you traditionally play a game. And then that way they can add things to your recommended list for games that you could possibly play in the future uh, and enjoy. So for example, not just looking at genre, like something like say PG and then recommending XCOM and then other side, it's going to look at how do you play XCOM? Do you put a lot of time into your character customization? Do you put a lot of time into, do you focus on making sure that everybody survives and if people die, you go and reset? Or are you pressing guys left and right and just picking up new guys, you know? So if you're the kind of person who's always letting people die and always picking up new people, that might push a recommendation for other side because in there one of the biggest mechanics is that your characters are constantly being reborn 
and you're getting new daughters and stuff like that. But it might not recommend a game like, say, Disgaea or Final Fantasy Tactics, where you're pretty much going to be carrying your same team throughout the entire game. And yeah, I just thought that was an interesting thing that they're going to be doing this. I could see where some people might not like it because it does mean that they are going to be collecting personal information on your gameplay style. But I think it's, I think it's cool. And yeah, I think it could be a great tool for recommendations on future games. So. I like that idea. That's like a step up from the, what Steam does, right? Where Steam says, this is what you played, right? Like you chose a strategy game and a strategy game and an RPG. And then on your Steam curation page or Steam sales or that little top box in the window, it says, yeah, yeah, you might be interested in this because you play games like this. And like, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it focuses on your gameplay rather than the game style. So that is, as you were talking, I'm like, well, isn't this what a bunch of app stores already do? But no, if it's just on gameplay, that is different. Yeah, and other app stores might do it. This is just, they ha they have a patent for this method of doing it. So other people might use, might try to do the same thing, but use a different method. That's a possibility. But, yeah. Cool. Okay, let's move on to the last story, which I will try to get done, because I don't think we'll have a huge amount of time. So the last thing I'm going to talk about, Adam, is City of Gangsters, which is this week's Epic Games free game of the week. City of Gangsters is an strategy micromanagement game. There's a bunch of these games. If you would have remembered this from the early 90s, there was a very old-looking version from... God, what computer would people have had that back then? Would it be like a 486 or the first like one gigahertz PC? I don't remember, but yeah. Anyway, this is a is not a new IP per se, but looking on Steam, right? You're managing your gang, you're doing speakeasy. It's a pretty fun game. I did see the reviews. There's not a load of reviews. Like it came out in 2021 on Steam. There's about 876 reviews. The is the biggest complaint about this game is that it is, <laughs> I saw a lot of it's like, this is a thinking man's game, right? It's not like people not didn't expect that to be like that sort of GTA clone of the gangster game where you get to run around with guns and that sort of stuff. So this does require, if you're deep into strategy, if somebody who plays like Crusader Kings, right? But people play that game for a like thousand, 2000 hours from Focus Home Interactive. This is the game for you. It's not as simple as City Skylines as well, which might look like a complicated game, but it's actually pretty easy. This game requires a lot of reading, a lot of planning, a lot of thinking. People complained about the repetition, but then again, it is free. It's one of those things you can give and try out and to see if you'll like it or not. The sale, the free game ends on the 10th of February. So please keep an eye on that. Epic Games current sale also ends on the 10th of February. If you'd like to get some games for free. Sorry, is it the one where you control a mafia gang and you expand by taking over territories from other mafia gangs and you get your distil illegal distillery and you break cups and stuff like this? Is it this one? The same. What is the English? It was right? really cool. Oh, so if, we got, if we're into that sort of game, then that should be it. It's nice. Yeah. Two years ago, but maybe that's this one. Yeah, free right now. You can go and grab it. And I think, yeah, that will be it for us. Since we're almost, yeah, we're at the one minute mark. I talk too much again, huh? didn't I? Oh. You are a fan of Total Warhammer, so why not? And those are the videos that are bringing in the views, so why not as well? I'm gonna bother you with that for months on end. Please don't forget to subscribe and share the video, and then we will see you guys next week Wednesday at the same time.